may not look like much. She's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I'm John. Today. What's on your mind? <laughs> What's on your mind, Josh? Tell me what your heart is saying. What's on my mind? Yeah. Ahsoka. That's nice. Okay. Uh, this is a little bit of how the sausage is made kind of a thing, but we are recording this. That's a, that's a thing to have said. Isn't that a phrase? I've never heard it. This is how the sausage is made? Isn't that what they say when they're like exposing something from behind the scenes? That makes sense, but also gross. <laughs> Continue your story. Um, as we're recording this, literally today, Ahsoka comes out. The show. Ahsoka. Technically, technically, it came out very late last night, but today is the yeah, day. Launch day. That technically is launch day. I want to watch this show oh, so bad. Man. I'm so stoked to watch this show. I haven't had any time to watch it yet. And well, you could watch it. I don't want to because I haven't seen a lot of the content oh, I'm watching before it. that. But I'm watching it. I cannot risk spoilers for this okay. thing. If, um, if you spoil it, it, I'm going to be a little sad. No, I'm not going to spoil anything for you at all. You're um, actually, of all the people that I know, you're actually the most respectful when oh, it comes to spoilers. I hate it when people spoil stuff. I get mad when I see things online. I even, even today... I was listening to a podcast, and the guy uh, on the podcast mentions that he saw Ahsoka, and he mentions, and he's like, I'm not going to say any spoilers here. And whenever someone says that, I'm always like, okay, but something that you're going to mention might be spoiler for me. Spoiler adjacent. (laughs) Spoiler adjacent. He said something, and I was just like, I didn't quite know that that character was going to be in there because I didn't look up any of the character stuff. I only watched the first trailer, and now I know that they are in there, and I had a suspicion they were going to be in there. So it wasn't like I wasn't like too mad about it, but um, yeah. Anyway, I cannot wait to watch the show. I'm so friggin' stoked. But if you haven't watched Rebels, I do not recommend you watch this show. I gotta watch two. I gotta get through two whole shows before I can even watch <laughs> know, this. And I'm a big, I'm a big Rosario Dawson fan. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna bug me a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if it's you, fine. If you watch Rebels first, which is gonna take us a long time because we're getting through Honestly, all this. Maybe I'll just get into some extra curricular watching. Yeah, watch it ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Side note on that. Yeah. Disney Plus, can you please, 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 please do me a favor and add a feature to speed up these episodes and make yeah. it like 1.25, 1. 1.5? 1. Yeah. That would be so wonderful because yeah. Netflix does it. Uh-huh. Why can't you? That would be awesome. Just for rewatching, that would be super useful. Like yeah. for, for, for us doing this podcast, for us to like rewatch something again, to rewatch it on like... 1.5 or something would be awesome to just refresh my memory yeah. Honestly, before we record. There's movies, <laughs> there's full movies that I watch on 1.25 just because I'm like, I just want to get through this movie faster. Ain't nobody got time for that? In this economy? <laughs> uh, have you watched anything amazing recently, John? Dude, I'm so glad you asked. I mean, I did bring it up before we recorded, but I'm so <laughs> glad you asked. I watched this movie that when it came out, I remember so many people being like, it sucks. This is not a good movie. And then I found it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And 
It was so good. What is it? It was called The Place Beyond the Pines with Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper. I don't think um, I know about that one. It's it's such an interesting plot design. Because, so, I don't know if you want to see this movie, if you care for spoilers or not. So, I will just very basically just tell you. Just spoiler free. So, for one third of the movie, mm-hmm. you're following one character. And then it just shifts into following another character for another third. And then it shifts again where now you're watching the aftermath of the first two-thirds of the movie play out in the future with their next generation. Hmm. And it's it's so interesting how like, interesting. how, like, each third of the movie plays into the next. But, like, literally, like, in the first half, you're watching this character, and you get, it, you get attached because he's really, like... Ryan Gosling is a, just a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I avoided Ryan Gosling movies for so long because oh, I really? thought he was just a pretty boy. No, I like him. He's good. But he he can act. Like he's really mm-hmm. he's a really good actor. I also he think is. he's Canadian. I believe he is. He is Canadian. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, it just like another character gets introduced, and then you just like he becomes the main character for mm-hmm. the next third of the movie. That's Bradley. That's Bradley Cooper. Interesting. His character. Oh man, it's so I don't good. Want to watch this now. It's so it good. Interesting. I just, that may have been spoiler adjacent for you, but that's fine. It's okay. It's just I would I would give this movie a very solid eight out of ten for me. I mm. thought it was really good. You might not like it. You might like it. I can't tell you how to live your life, but I can <laughs> recommend movies. All right, I might check that one out. What are we what, what are we uh, talking about today though, John? What are we what are we what are we talking what are we, about? What are we, what are we, what are we, what you what you talking about? Today <laughs> we are talking about Clone Wars episode no, sorry, not episode. Today we are talking about Clone Wars season 1 episodes 17 and 18. That's right. Which are called Blue Shadow Virus and the Mystery of a Thousand Moons. Mystery of a Thousand Moons sounds like a 70s kung fu movie. Yeah, I thought it sounded like a huge drama piece of like an indie film kind of a thing title, but um it sounds to me it just sounds like a a really cheesy 70s um kung fu movie that's been dubbed in English. <laughs> I can see that. All right, let's get into the official description for the Blue Shadow Virus. Padme, oh wait. Tom. You can't forget about Tom. I can't forget about Tom. Tom, I'm sorry, buddy. Ah, Tom. Do you think? Battle droids on Naboo. As the Separatist Rebellion rages through the galaxy, even peaceful planets are threatened. Following the discovery of Separatist droids wandering the grassy wasteland, Naboo is once again on high alert. Fearing their home is facing another invasion, Senator Amidala and Representative Binks race to Naboo to assess the situation. Meanwhile, near the Gungan Swamplands, an even graver threat is about to be discovered. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. All right, now do the official description. Padme and Jar Jar are captured while searching for a secret separatist bioweapon lab sparking Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka to try and save their friends and halt the release of a deadly virus. Whoa. These episodes were all right. Like, I, they were fun. There's definitely a, a lot of cheese in these two. 
But Honestly, I kind of had to slodge through them a little bit. Yeah. I didn't was care it, for was them it feeling too much. Him? Yeah. Also, they weren't the I don't want to be reminded of a virus and a potential pandemic in my yeah. in my like fun movie TV show time. I actually I lived it. I don't want to <laughs> hear about it anymore. I'm sorry. I'm over it. So, originally, when I first watched the show, like the the whole series as a whole, I watched an essential episode list watch order. So I watched it in chronological like we are doing now. But I also had this like list of episodes that were just like fluff pieces. Was this not essential viewing? I can't remember if it was or not, but I don't really remember if I've watched this episode or not before. It was mm. so long ago if I did that maybe I just forgot it because it wasn't the most amazing episodes, which just tells you that they were kind of pointless to the overall arcing story of Star Wars The Clone Wars, which is usually why you, they're out you of the essential watch You do get a really cool intro is. to a villain, though. Yeah. A cool villain, but also I have beef with him. I can't even remember if you ever see him again. You might, but I don't remember. Can I? Can I? Can we just, like, talk about the villain for a second? Yeah. Because I just brought it up. Talk about the villain. He, he seemed like the very, like, cheesy villain of, like, I want to kill. So, okay, context. What's happening in this episode is that he has recreated this virus called the blue, blue virus? The blue shadow virus. Blue shadow virus that will just like kill any living thing, but it can only be manufactured. It can only be used in water, and he synthesized it to make it to make it usable yeah. in, he aerized in it air or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. It was originally a plague that um, was eradicated like a long time ago. So Yep. Which is also the same thing that happens in Batman Begins. They make a water thing into an air thing. But anyway, that I digress. He's the villain that's just like I have no understanding of what he is motivated by besides just I'm a mad scientist and yep. I can do this. Yep. Because <laughs> he's just like, I'm creating life, but I'm yeah. actually killing everybody and why are you doing that? Because yeah. you're also going to die. Mm-hmm. No, it's very classic mad scientist. Just the he only Right has, down to the German accent. Oh, yeah. Like, and he just has a passion for, like, his passion is his creations. And that's yeah. it. Like, he's just mad, crazy, loony scientist guy. Um, even so far as to use lightning to create his things. Did you notice that? When he's making the airized version of the Blue Shadow Virus, he uses lightning to do it. Oh, that's interesting. Like, I was just like, oh, that is such a classic um, mad scientist thing to I'm do. backtrack just a little bit. So. Yeah. so basically, the Separatists are attacking Naboo again, <laughs> which is crazy because, like, they already had a big war here, and now they're happening again. Uh, it's, it's happening a, again. It's a slow news day. Let's just, like, go attack <laughs> Naboo again. Poor Naboo. So, yeah, Naboo's getting attacked again, kind of. Like, so basically, it's a secret attack. Uh, the Nubians find some droids kind of just passing through. They take them out. So they capture the tactical droid, which I guess apparently what I read, fun fact about this episode in the original script for this episode, it was supposed to be a medical droid Mm. apparently. And then they changed it to a tactical droid just when they're animating it and stuff. But anyway, they capture the tactical droid, C-3PO kind of talks to it and tries to see if they can get some information about it about why they're here and what's going on kind of a thing long story short because of jar jar's stupidness and clumsiness and not because of the force 
Um, <laughs> John's giving me that's, <laughs> I mean, literally everything about this is so convenient. How yeah. are you not on my side yet? There's this bug in <laughs> that was on one of the droids or whatever yep. that can only be found in a very specific part on Interesting. Naboo. And Jar Jar knows where that is because he's from there. Oh, mm, okay. Because <laughs> this is his home. You're right on this one, Cal. This is his home planet. You're right. So he's familiar with the bugs and where they come from or whatever, because he wants to eat the thing. And he gets his tongue caught in the head of an R4 unit or whatever, (laughs) which looks like extremely painful. (laughs) It's like getting grinded up inside this thing. I know. But anyway, he figures out where they are. Jar 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 must have zero pain sensors in his body. Oh, I don't know, dude. (laughs) Yeah. It's the the stuff that this guy goes through and he's still walking is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, that is how Padme and Jar Jar basically. They find this location to yeah, the secret lab. They stumble lab. across this secret lab. Yeah. Where they meet Dr. Nuvo Vindi. Yes. I just found this so funny that when he's like, when he sees them when they're captured, he says to Padme, What's a being like you, or how does he say it? Let me look it up. What's a life form like you doing in a swamp like this? I'm like, are you flirting with her right now, guy? Are you trying to sound like, that's just such cheesy dialogue. It's super cheesy. It was so, it was cringy. I'm like, this does not fit. No, he's totally cringy. The character is super cheesy. It's a cheeseball character. Cheeseball. It's just a really, really stereotypical, stereotypical mad scientist. So it, it, it was funny, but yeah, yeah very cheesy. <laughs> There's a point where, so basically the, you know, the Jedi find out about it, blah, blah, blah. They come to the rescue and uh, actually a fun note on that. Padme, I don't know if you noticed this, Padme, when she, she was kind of radioing in to Yoda. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's when she's talking to uh, Windu and Yoda. Yeah, which, fun fact, Yoda is voiced by Tom Kane. Keep meaning to bring that up. Yeah, I, I, I saw that, that was fun. and that was really cool. <laughs> that was very interesting. Anyway, I keep sidetracking here, but she makes a comment that I thought was really funny. She requests that Anakin and Obi-Wan are the Jedi that mm. come to the rescue. And I was like, is this for diplomatic reasons, or is this because love. of personal reasons? <laughs> it's because of love. She did do a great little diplomatic, like, political phrase there, and it's like, well, they have, they have history with the Gungans, and the Gungans and, and the Nubians are on kind of, like, the edge right now, and so it'd be great if they came. They have a, a, a relationship with Obi-Wan. Yeah, which, I mean, that's legit, but also... You also, love him. Also, I want to smooch with my husband is what she's thinking. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I did appreciate that there was no cheesy in the middle of grave danger. Let's just make out scene. Yes, that's true. Jar Jar's voice acting was also really struggling in this one. No, Again, I, 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 I'm sorry, I Phil Lamar. Was, I love was you. Was it Phil Lamar? Yeah. yeah. I, I love Phil Lamar so much. Like, he does a fantastic job because he's the voice of John... What's his name? From Justice League, the Green Lantern, John Stewart, I think. But he does the voice of the Green Lantern, and I love that character from Justice League. If you know Justice League, you know. 
But he's done so many other things, and it just makes me sad because I really don't like his performance as Jar Jar at all. Yeah. Well, I feel like Jar Jar has to have a very specific, distinct voice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's he's not doing the greatest. So that's that's definitely not. Who's the down. actor that usually voices him? Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best, yes. Yeah. Ahmed Best does it the best. Yeah. I mean, it's because we're most familiar with his performance yeah. of it, too. But I really just don't think Philomar is doing a fantastic job yeah. at this, unfortunately. Um, I think I've just fully converted to just, I'm okay with Jar Jar now. Yeah. I fully, I really hated him for a long time. And now I think I've, maybe I'm just more Christ-like today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I read my Bible yesterday, so that Good must job. be it. Uh Anyway, Jedi come to the rescue. Basically, they blow up a whole bunch of the entry points to the secret lab. And this scene was so cool. Dude, I loved the scene where the Jedi are, like, jumping out of the ships and stuff. Like, Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi-Wan each are jumping into a different access point on the secret base. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole scene where they, like, jump from the air all the way into the underground part through the hole they blew up. That was such cool. That, yeah. that was like that such was cool. really cool. That was so that was cool. such cool. That was such cool. But they, I don't know. It was just a really epic moment. If we ever drop merch, that has to be one of our our shirts. <laughs> that was such cool. <laughs> such cool. Very wow. Yeah, but I I thought that was really fun. And Ahsoka is just like being amazing and stuff because she has a bunch of the clones with her. I mean, the other ones do too. Um, but when they entered into the base, they were immediately had opposition they immediately had opposition from a bunch of droids and stuff so they had droids firing at them from one direction in the the pipe that they're in and then behind her she has all the clones firing back at the droids so she's right in between laser fire she's on both ends like caught in the crossfire and she's like jumping around and swinging her lightsaber and stuff and it just looks so cool and she was doing a great job she's very impressive of a character part of the reason why i love ahsoka so much yeah is just how skilled she is even from a young age like she's just i just want her to hurry up and have more plot points because i because of tales of the jedi i have some spoilers and i want to know what they mean yeah because now i know well i don't i won't get into it (laughs) i'll save it for another podcast yeah but yeah really cool scene and eventually when they actually when uh, anakin meets up and finds padme and jar jar and he basically rescues them it's really funny because what's the doctor's name? Dr. Nuvo Vindi, Vindi essentially is a, starts electrocuting them with the machine that mm-hmm. he has them tied up to or whatever. And he goes and escapes. Anakin decides to, hmm, instead of switching off the electricity on them first, I'm going to kill all the droids in the room first and then I'm going to to save them and it's awesome because padme has totally calls him out totally calls it i was like this is exactly what i was thinking that's a wife right there yeah she's like annie how about next time you rescue me before you kill all the battle droids and i was just like yes padme i was thinking the same thing (laughs) Hmm. my 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 wife my secret wife is in the middle of being electrocuted yeah you know what Mm, a little detour yeah i was like i feel like you would have had time to switch that off first (laughs) I mean, you could have just, like, forced it. Yeah, it's for real. That's what I was thinking. But, yeah, that was funny. I still, and just a little side note here, mm-hmm. I still think that Force Dash has been so underutilized. It oh could have gosh. come in handy so many times. Yeah. It's the biggest, like, problem in Star Wars because they yeah. added that 
move and they just never use it again. Yeah. So but that's an aside. Um, other cool action scenes. There's some really good action scenes. There are. In these. I will say the that. The plot was a little weak, but they did have some cool action yeah. scenes. I thought it was really cool to see Anakin, like, um, I mean, he was kind of force stashing in a way, just not quite the same way they did in Phantom Menace, but he's really booking it, just slicing through all these droids and stuff to go after the doctor guy, Dr. Nuvo Oh, Vindy. that was so cool. That was that really cool. That was a cool. great chase scene. Yeah, that was a really fun scene. Yeah. Just some really awesome action in this one. I feel like I've just learned in Star Wars that if the villain is being chased, most of the time he'll get away. Yeah. Just because Dooku is so slippery and he oh, never yeah. gets caught. Dooku always gets away. So now I've just like been conditioned to just like, he won't get caught this time. But then he does. Yeah. He gets caught. In the movie <laughs> that comes after. <laughs> no, I mean this guy. Oh, this guy. Vindy. Yes, yes. Vindy does get caught. I brought up Dooku as an example. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This whole time that all this is going on, there's all these bombs with mm-hmm. the virus in it that the clones are disarming. That's super impressive because there was like a hundred bombs or whatever. There was oh, there was. Maybe I think there was easily hundred. thousands of them. Thousands. There was a lot of bombs. There was definitely hundreds, like hundred to hundreds of bombs for sure. I think there was. I think there would have been at least five hundred. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of bombs. It was very impressive that they're able to disarm that many bombs in this amount of time. Oh, I thought they just disarmed one and it disarmed all of them that's what i assumed no they were slowly disarming them one by one cutting the wires on each single bomb wow yeah respect they sh- yeah they showed them like cutting their uh, all the bombs and stuff and then they did it on the one that that uh little droid basically escaped with and stuff and they chased oh, him down okay. and i assumed it was just i assume once they had like a one or the detonator they were doing it on but hmm. no i think they were doing them one by one if i remember correctly interesting yeah wow because um, I remember they kind of made a comment about it at some point in the thing about how they were, like, still disarming the bombs. Like, it was taking them a while because they, like, had to go through so many. And then this episode ends with them essentially rescuing. Um, yeah, I was kind of confused how this was a dual, uh, like, a dual arc. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like, it because felt like they kind of ended. It's like, well, that's the story. Honestly, I feel like this could have been a one-episode arc. It could have, and then they just added the other one. I don't think the other one was needed. Yeah, I totally agree. The next but, one felt I mean, like filler. Also, I don't think that this episode was really crucial at all. So. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, I forgot to open up with this, too. They had another really cool opening quote on this one. Fear, di- fear is a disease. Hope is its only cure. I thought that was a really yeah. cool line. Yeah. Anyway, this ends with them capturing... Dr. Nuva Vindi. And that's it. Yep. So before we get to talking about the rest of it, because that's kind of where we're at, let's get into the rating. I feel like this will not have a very high rating for me, to be honest with you. Visual effects animation. I give it a 7.5. Kind of standard. That's that's my go-to unless I'm like really wowed by something. So yeah. yeah. It's my new standard for the show at this point just 7.5 acting slightly less i don't think it was bad i think 
Acting wasn't bad. I will give no. I will give acting a seven point seven point two. Yeah, I think it's just the writing was cheesy. That's the acting what it is. was fine. The acting was good. Like what's that a, one character. What's a life form like you doing in a yeah. swamp like this? I know. Like the yeah. the, the there's some cheesy dialogue and some stuff, but I mean the acting was they're doing well what they're trying to do. Yeah. Other than maybe Jar Jar didn't like his performance, so that brought it down for me. The only line that could have been cheesier than that is is that a lightsaber in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Oh my god! Like it was on par with how cringy that sounds. <laughs> I don't feel like it was that bad. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, I gave it a seven point one for acting. Seven point two. Yeah. Character development. I kind of just gave this a seven point on me. I don't think there was anything. There was bad. really. There was not really a lot of character development. There wasn't any new character development but there wasn't any characters that i felt like i wanted more development from yeah i'm gonna go you know what i'm gonna follow my gut on this one i'm gonna go 6.7 6.7 because i really feel like there was none yeah so yeah there really was you know what even that i'm gonna go 6.4 honestly i could even go lower than 6.4 i mean we got the new character but again vindy yeah, but and like you said, we don't really have any motive for this guy other than that he's a mad. Oh, I think he was player. very poorly developed. Yeah. So, okay. I genuinely, I still feel like six point four is too high. Yeah. I'm. Mm, you know what? I gotta. I'm gonna. Why stick just to, keep bringing it down? <laughs> five point six. Honestly, final final decision. Five point six. Five point six. Do you think it's that bad? I just really didn't. There's no development, and then his development was really lacking. Yeah, he's the only character I feel like lacked development in this episode. Like, he just felt like he wasn't even essential to, I don't know. Yeah. Like, essential in the sense of, yeah, he's doing this, but, like, they never give him a motive. They never give him a reason of, like, like if he if they had, like, hinted towards a backstory mm-hmm. or, like, some reason why. It doesn't even have to be logical. It could just be some reason why he's mad. Yeah. That would be great. But I feel like it was super lagging. So I'm going to go 5.6. Final decision. I'm going to go 6.7. I didn't think it was all that bad, but I, I agree that that character we don't have a lot from, but I, I feel like what they were going for with him, I don't know. I feel like I had enough. Maybe but, I just didn't like what they chose to do then. Yeah. Dialogue. It wasn't terrible. There was just some cheesiness from yeah. the doctor himself. Like, I give it a 7.1. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was fine. It was a 6.9. 6.9. Sound design, score, 7.5, standard for me. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was yeah. fine. 7.5. The story plot, I had. I think I enjoyed this episode a lot more than you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I, Legitimately, part of it for me was just because... I'm kind of over like virus things. <laughs> I I don't know. I yeah, just, I guess. <laughs> I don't I don't like It's a pretty like, classic it story. It wasn't even a it, like it wasn't even remotely close to a covid thing. Mm-hmm. But it was just like mm, I I don't like I don't like it. Yeah. So it doesn't hold up for you. I gave it 7.2. For a plot? Mhm. Yeah, 6.8. 6.8. My average score for this episode is a 7.2. 
I have a 6.9. 6.9. All right. And that means our total is an even 7. Even oh, 7. Oh, sorry. 7.1 because it's 7.05. So 7.1. Yep. 7.1. All right. Millennial Falcon. Blue Shadow Virus. Season 1, Episode 17. Review score is 7.1. That's another podcast in the books. Psych. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get on to the next episode. Let's get into it. Let's just jump into it. <laughs> Did that feel as awkward to say as it was to hear it? Nope. So this episode, I know we got to get Tom Kane in here for a second, but this episode was really pointless. <laughs> Way more so than the last one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. The whole, it felt like just a really pointless side mission. I really almost have nothing to say about this episode. I got a few things, but Tom, why don't you kick us off? Take it away, Tom. Hard-pressed Jedi and their valiant clone troopers have thwarted an insidious separatist plot to plant bombs loaded with the deadly blue shadow virus in key Republic systems. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker have captured the vile scientist behind the nefarious scheme, Dr. Nuvo Vindi. Now the Jedi prepare to transport Vindi to the Republic capital for trial. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, bud. All right. Did I just call Tom Kane bud? You did. I don't I don't think you're on bud level with Tom Kane. No. I would <laughs> love to be on bud level with Tom Kane. <laughs> if I could be buddies with Tom Kane, I'd just be like, do, do the voices. Do the voices. <laughs> I, I saw this thing with Tom Kane, this interview. Once he never really did the full thing, but they were trying to see if they could get Tom Kane to do the the scroll from the original movies and stuff. Because you know how Tom Kane does the intro for this show. He's the narrator. Oh, they the wanted scroll. him to narrate okay. the scroll yeah. from the original films. That would be so fun yeah. to hear him do that. I'd love to see that. Anyway, the official description... For do Mystery me, of a Thousand Moons. Do you want me to do it this time? Go for it. I, the official description for this episode is... The fatal blue shadow virus is released, infecting Ahsoka, Padme, and many clone troopers, and giving Anakin and Obi-Wan just 48 hours to find the antidote on a mysterious planet from which no visitor has ever returned. So I feel like I enjoyed half of this episode. Like, looking looking back now, honestly, I'm like, I could have really enjoyed this episode, but I think they could have, like, this felt like two, this felt like this one could mm-hmm. have been two different episodes. Yeah. Uh, I like feel if you'd have just focused on just them on the planet mm-hmm. or just Ahsoka and Padme and the clones, like, fighting through this virus thing. Yeah. But no, it. I guess it did kind of go together. It did. No, you know what? I redact that right away. You redact that? I feel like the... Because basically in this episode, there's this whole side mission. So Ahsoka, Padme, and Jar Jar was there, but he was in a suit the whole time. And a bunch of the clones had Rex. Jar Jar really didn't have much of a role in this episode, eh? Not much. Well, he did in the last episode. He's pretty essential yeah. to finding the place. But mm-hmm. he didn't do much in this one. But anyway, they get infected with the virus. Long story short. And Anakin and Obi-Wan are kind of on this side mission to find this route that is supposedly supposed to make an antidote for this virus. How the heck they knew that, I didn't really understand. That was my question as well. Like, how do you just know Yeah, they kind of brushed past how they figured that out. I mean, like, I think they did make a comment on it, but it was so, like, 
they, I feel like they need to dive in more yeah. on like how they knew this. But anyway, that entire side mission I could have done without. Mm-hmm. I think what they should have done here is they should have took the whole because the whole part where like yeah they're dying, they're getting the virus in them, like the the clock is ticking, they need to get the antidote to like save them. I'm fine with that aspect of it. I wish they would have merged this one with the last one. Yeah. I could have done without all of the extended amount of time to disarm the bombs, and they could have just made it so they exploded one of the jars. Oh, like the these two episode. episodes could have been one. Yes. Yeah, no, for sure. I think these I think that would have made I think that would have solved a lot of the plot issues that I had mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. If these were one episode, I think it would have been much better. Yeah. Um but yeah. Oh, fun fact about this episode. You know how we were talking about webcomics the other day? Yep. So this is the very first in the entire series uh, as far as like release dates go. So season one. It's the first episode of season one not to have a webcomic that leads into it. Every other episode of The Clone Wars has had a webcomic that led into it except for this one. Oh, all of them? All of them. Like everything? Wow. Every single one of them has had a webcomic that Mm -hmm. led into it. Other than this one's the first one not to do it, and it's because like it literally these. goes like immediately back to back with the last oh. one. So interesting. I would like to find these mm-hmm. these uh, web comics. I will say, and this is this has happened since Phantom Menace, but I love that Anakin a few times throughout this episode uses some like Tatooine slang and stuff. Yeah, he's like Slimo and Pudu. Poodoo is my favorite. It's like, uh, maybe Ah, I should incorporate this into my vocabulary. It's like, what a Sleemo. And at one point, he's like, Poodoo. Like, as in, like, oh, man, oh, nuts, kind of a thing. Oh, nuts. (laughs) I I just, I noticed it, and I appreciate it. (laughs) That just sounds like a a tattooing way of saying poop. Yeah, basically. Got to go take a massive Poodoo. Oh, my gosh. There's a moment after Ahsoka and Rex and everybody get infected, and Ahsoka is in such good spirits throughout this. Like, she's a kid, and she knows that she's dying, and she doesn't even, like, for a moment get faced by it. It's no, like, she's there taking care of the clones. Yeah, and she's like, like, there's a moment where she uses a, a quote, it's like, we're not dead yet, and she does it with, like, a chipper voice and mm, everything. It's yeah. like, we can still take out the clones so they don't open the hatch and let the virus out kind of a thing, and, like, I appreciate that, but I thought it was, like, I, I would have appreciated it more if she had at least a little bit of, like, tension from yeah. the situation instead of just being so happy-go-lucky about everything. But I also appreciated just her like bravery and strength too at the same time so i don't know i feel like i would have liked a little bit more of a balance with that though yeah for sure i remember thinking that they're like you're potentially dying Mm -hmm. like they did have another fun droid comedic relief moment in this when they're trying to trace down one of the droids that was going to open up the hatch and the droid's about to escape and he's like ha too late and then he shoots and kills himself because <laughs> the laser bounces off the wall yeah. and hits himself yeah that was funny I, I laughed at that one i thought that's funny but doesn't that shot also reverberate and hit padme's suit so that's how she gets infected no it's all jar jar's fault yes you're right jar jar right, does right. it so jar jar basically tries to shoot a laser at some of the droids and stuff shoots a gun and 
he trips over and Padme pushes him out of the way and stuff. And because of that, her suit gets wrecked. Mm, yeah. So the only thing Jar Jar does in this episode is potentially kill Padme. Yeah, the force <laughs> was like, I'm done with this guy right now. <laughs> yeah. This episode just kind of like, there's not much to talk about. Like they go, this whole side mission was just so boring about them going to this yeah. other planet. They had and then to they find out they can't leave because there's a ghost. Yeah. And Which, it turns out it's just a separatist laser system. Yeah, it's an old separatist laser grid that Which, surrounds the planet. Okay, how would you not know? Hey, somebody's trying to leave. Oh, that's weird. There's a laser. There's this laser that's preventing them from leaving. Mm-hmm. Must be a ghost. I know. I think that's a weird conclusion to make as well. <laughs> like it's like everyone that tries to leave this planet dies. Um, I did think Jibo, the boy. I thought he mm-hmm. was cool. Oh yeah, I thought he was cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's fun because he reprogrammed all those droids yeah. and everything. Like, he would be a cool returning character of, like, oh, this kid, he's really smart and he knows all mm-hmm. these stuff about these droids. Maybe maybe he becomes a Jedi or something like that. That'd be cool. Now, I don't know if maybe he does come back. Maybe he is a regular character. I don't remember. But I just feel like he could have been really cool. Yeah. He did have some potential. I didn't mind the character. I just thought... I liked him yeah. a lot. Yeah? I liked him yeah. a lot. Yeah. Basically, he... He reprograms a whole bunch of battle droids and yeah, stuff that like the separatists a whole left there. Of them, right? Yeah, and he makes them basically his servants. That was that moment was really funny because Anakin's like just so angry and stubborn, yeah. and like I'm completing this mission, I'm saving Padme yeah. and Ahsoka. That he just like full tilt runs at these clones and is like is attacking them. Droids. He said. Clones. Oh, sorry, I'm droids. And never once does he realize. Oh, none of them are actually armed fighting back <laughs> yeah none of them have weapons none of them are fighting and this is another one of those witty banter moments but this yeah. one i actually like and obi-wan says something like congratulations you've just completely destroyed these defenseless drones yes <laughs> droids not droids. droids dang it words are hard words are hard yeah i appreciate that moment too i really don't have yeah, there's not really not much else to say. They end up getting the root from some like giant Venus yeah. flytrap plant monster thing. I mean, it's kind of cool that it, they. It is that. cool that they use the. The, the f- what what kind of ships are they using? Is it fighters or, they they use some kind of separatist ship as like they they have Jibo reprogram oh, them. Oh, the droid to, vultures to fly them. Yeah, the remotely. vulture droids. But yes, that's it, and they use those as kind of like mm-hmm. missiles to like. Yeah, destroy the this laser droids. system. Yeah, yeah, to destroy the lasers. Yeah, that was fun. It was cool that the kid was able to reprogram all those mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, basically they they escape, they come back, save the day. And, and I think the scene where all of a sudden they come back with a root, they just like blinked and the whole thing was over. They don't even show you how they used the root or how they mm-hmm. went into the hatch and gave everybody the cure without letting the virus out. They didn't show any of that. It's just all of a sudden, Padme and Ahsoka and Rex and everybody are out on stretchers. That's and, a really good point. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess they got them out safely somehow, even though they were just commenting about how we can't let the virus out of the hatch. Maybe because they have the antidote, they're not worried about it, and they just gave everybody on the planet the antidote from that very tiny piece of root they brought back. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Two, yeah, two points on that. Very good point. Like, how did they get them out successfully? Yeah. And number two, I was thinking this too. 
you're going to grab just one tiny root. Yeah. How about like maybe getting a bag full just in case. That's what I was thinking. Just in case like maybe you don't get it right right away. Yeah. Maybe something happens. Uh-huh. Like you yeah. don't have any insurance policy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're Jedi. You never make mistakes, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. They just uh, use the force. Yeah. 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 That It was a very sloppy ending, I thought, mm. to this one. So Help us, Tree Root. You're our only hope. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the ratings for this one? Any other comments? Ahsoka's cool. Yeah. I like her. She was good in this one. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Padme kind of, I don't know. Maybe She's it's fine. She, she was fine. I just like Obi Wan definitely knows at this point that there's some reason that Anakin is like going crazy in this. So I feel like he definitely knows about their marriage. At this oh point. yeah, I think he knows. I think he knows. I think in the back of it, I I think he at least has a suspicion. I'm gonna make this rating very easy. I'm just gonna give it fives across the board. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just random fun thing that I thought was really funny. So Jaibo is telling him that he has a friend named Takedo who tried to escape and was killed. And I heard Takedo and I instantly just thought of 7-Eleven and going. Oh, yeah. Because I used to love going on my lunch breaks to go get Takedos from 7-Eleven. Mm. I, when I, well, not where I work now, but where I used to work, where I was really close to 7-Eleven. Yeah. That's all I could think about for the next couple of minutes after that. I'm like, man, I, I really wanted to keto. I want to keto. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the ratings? Let's do this. Visual effects animation. Classic 7.5. I thought it was yeah. fine. Just like the last one. Acting. I can't remember what I rated the last one, but I, I'm giving this one a 7.5. Or yeah. sorry, 7.1. Oh, me too. 7.1. I just, yeah. I just, yeah. 7.1. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Just not great i don't know there's a lot of the performances from the planet that they went to to get that route that were kind of lacking in my opinion so i don't know that kind of brought it down and jar jar too just like yeah i mean it's not nothing was like terrible but you know 7.1 i think it's just like we've seen some really good we have so and i think that's like fair to judge it against those Mm -hmm. character development really low for me yeah. On this one. There was almost nobody developed It's at not all. as bad as the last one. I think it's worse. Well, the last one I had beef with because it wasn't like there was... It wasn't that there was no character development. It was that there was really bad character development. Like they were oh, just like okay. super lacking on what the potential of this character could have been. Like Vendi mm-hmm. could have been, been a really cool character. But I feel like they just underdid him. See, I feel he was like... undercooked. I feel like I wanted a lot more... Like, I mean, I don't know. They didn't have time. I just don't like their approach in this episode at all. So, I mean, the character development wasn't good because there's just, there's a few characters that they met on that planet with the root, like even that kid and stuff. I feel like we barely know a blessed thing about any of them. So that just kind of all brought it down for me. 6.3. I gave it a 6.7. Yeah. Fair. Dialogue. Dialogue wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't as bad as the last episode. I think I, I just gave it a 7.1. Yeah. I can't remember what I did the last one, but 7.1 for this for me. 6.9. Sound design, the same. 7.5. It was fine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 7.5 for me as well. Story plot. One of the lowest ratings I've had in a little while here with Clone Wars. 6.4. Oh, wow. I was going to say 6.4 as well. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. 
All right, well, that brings me to a 7.0 average. Dude, I have a 7.0 as well. Really? Yep. Oh, my goodness. So that That means means the official Millennial Falcon review of these two episodes. Not these two episodes. This episode. (laughs) So that means that the official Millennial Falcon review of this episode... Mystery is, of a Thousand Moons. Mystery of a Thousand Moons is 7.0. That's it. Put that review in your books. <laughs> now you're saying it. <laughs> That's another podcast. That's a podcast. In the books. Follow us on Instagram. At the Millennial Falcon Pod Project. Pro- podcast. Wow. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast. I'm struggling, y'all. All right, and join us next time as we kind of have a bit of an interesting thing happening, John. We only have one arc left for this season. Oh, nice. The last episode of this season we do not watch for a while because of chronological Mm. order. Chronological. (laughs) So we have one more arc for season one, and then we're on to season two and a bunch of other random. It gets it goes all over the place again. Okay. So now the order is all really screwed up. Because we're trying to watch it chronologically. Yeah. (laughs) But we have a three-parter episode. It's the Ryloth trilogy, which I remember enjoying. So, yeah, excited to get to that. So go ahead, watch season one, episode 19-2021, I believe. Yes. And that's a podcast. Bye. Bye.